Welcome back to Inside Julius's Mind. Uh, I got a very special guest today. His name is Charles Gray. He does a lot of everything from YouTube, art, sculpture, this art, all that. Uh, say what's up, Charles. What up, boy? What's been going on, man? man I'm chilling, trying to be like you, boy. You know, I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to have a podcast, you feel me? I'm trying to be like you, boy. Hey, tell the people where we met. Hey, we, we met at LA Fitness, right? That's right. We was doing that uh the chocolate feet for Doug. Yeah, <laughs> that boy Doug was what? Watch this! Watch this! Watch this. <laughs> I thought I was on a talent show. What's going on? Oh man, it's probably the biggest dude I ever met that don't care about sports. <laughs> Don't care about sports. I said, oh, 6'8". <laughs> you know, do like Tyron Smith. You know, hey. offers a tackle. He, he, he'd rather do his art thing, you know. And that's D-Love too, bro. Right. And that showed that you can do more than just what society say you should you should do. Straight up. And I mean, you get to keep all your money for it. You yeah, you ain't got a quarterback, you know, going, you know. Yeah, you ain't got you no know, brain damage. You good. So, uh. I know we're probably starting off as a, a, a little joke, uh, but this is a, a serious topic. Uh, if you want to, I'll give a little bit of the, the bit, bit. what happened. Uh, bit, bit. Well, I, I, I won't say what happened. I'll say what I saw. Right. And then you can go from there. Right. Um, so maybe a, a week and a half ago, I was doing my thing on Facebook, you know, looking through uh, videos and what you normally do on Facebook. And I came across one of your videos. Uh, and you were talking about a situation that happened to you and how you were treated uh, or how, how would you say it? Uh, I can how, just tell them. Yeah, tell you them. just tell them. Just tell them what happened. So uh, I guess a short version is I used to preach at a church in my early 20s. At the time, I was up to preach. I had a girlfriend. We were having sex, and I felt guilty about that. So I went to the pastor and told him, hey, man, I'm having sex with my girl. I feel guilty about this. Just confiding in him. And um, he took that information. My girl worked at the church. Took that information, went up to my girl and said, I heard you and Charles aren't having sex. You should let me have sex with you. So after that, she tells me, I leave after some years later. I make a video talking about it. And when I talk about that topic, I was... My whole goal was to get him help and get some accountability. I was like, I repeated multiple times, you know, this ain't really a slug. I'm not trying to tear him down. He might genuinely have a sexual addiction, bro, and just might not never got no help. or might not never felt comfortable, like in a comfortable place to get help. So, you know, I just want to challenge somebody who's close to him, give him some help, give him some accountability. After I made that video, um, he I was actually up here at the studio painting. He called my mother. And told my mother, use somebody that my mother knew since childhood, had him had him on speakerphone, and pretty much told my mother, we're going to sue Charles if you don't take his video down. My mom calls me. She's emotional. I can hear it in her voice. And that in that moment, I knew it was another tact. Like, he's been, you know, psychologically, verbally abusive, you know, for, for since I've known him. So... I just knew that was a tactic to get me to react and to get me to do something that would warrant me actually being like discredited or dis, you know, like a, a discredible person. Trying to control the narrative almost right. around you. So I, at that time, I took the video down because I didn't want that kind of smoke. I didn't really want to turn this into a beef or a battle or none of that. 
So I painted and made work about it. So after I, you know, put them in some paintings, um, recently it fired back up because I did a digital drawing uh, of a photo I took. So I took a photo of him and then I drew on top of it a picture of a cartoon demon or a cartoon uh, Satan, whatever, you know, however you want to articulate that. And when I posted it on social media, I knew that on Facebook, that's typically where older people are and people <laughs> from that church are. So uh, they reacted and the reaction was take this down. Don't have this conversation. This isn't for social media. This isn't for, uh, you know, the public to know about this information. And, you know, I got to vehemently disagree. <laughs> right. So uh, I think, I think I believe we were raised somewhat the same. Right. Like church. Right. You go to church, you respect your elders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bible study, you go to Sunday, uh, vocational Bible school, you, mm-hmm. do, you do all of that. And you put your heart and your soul into the hands of a man or woman right. who is in the pulpit. And they are supposed to lead your soul Correct. to everlasting life, grace, heaven, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, me personally, I have never been through this. Right. Uh, I've I've seen it. Right. You know, it's 2019. If it's not, you know, uh, the things with Catholic priests or right. uh, things like with R. Kelly, Kelly, R. Kelly uh, Bill uh, man, Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah. It's, it's, the the list goes on and on. Uh, I've never seen it. I'm not the person. I'm not going to be. Uh, how everybody is when they first hear about some stuff like that. Right, they, right. They, when you first hear something, that the first knee-jerk reaction is to blame the victim. Right. Uh, I've never been that type of person. I want to know the entire story. Uh, I want to know what how the victim feels right. uh, and what happened because in situations like this, there is no reason to lie. Right. I don't, I don't get no... You don't, you don't get nothing. It's nah. not like if, if... And most people take that with they say, "Oh, he's trying to. It's a money grab." Why? Why would I? Bro, this story is not being monetized, bro. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand that approach. You know, I don't right, understand right. why people say that. Right. Um, so I assume you worked alongside this pastor mm-hmm. for early twenties. I'm thirty two now, so at least well over ten years. I say for sure. Ten. Oh, okay. Well over ten years, I was up there kicking it, and. Uh, somebody you trusted, right? Somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. No, me because like I grew up, I wasn't allowed to be around my dad. Okay. I remember one time we went on this like men's ministry trip, and he was like, like I was expressing how I felt like you know it's difficult to grow up without a father figure and knowing yeah. how to navigate some situations. And he was like, man, we're gonna set that example. We're gonna you know we're gonna right. be fathers. So like I always, and that is a good moment. Right. And he has done good things, but at the same time. I actually used to think it was normal for you for an, an adult person in, in power to commit adultery. I thought it was normal for an adult person in power to try to have sex with your girl or to say he's gonna beat your ass. Or I thought you know, put the verbal put downs, all that stuff. I used to think was actually normal. So like the the atmosphere of agreeing with that isn't like oh I just agree with what's going on. Like I was complicit too. Like I was a I was like, it was happening to me to the point where I was okay watching it happen to others, and I wouldn't say nothing because wow. I thought it was normal. Wow. 
So, like, let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to when you were younger, mm-hmm. you know, with the father figure aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, if you can remember, what was, like, the first red flag? I would, <laughs> this is embarrassing. <clears throat> In middle school, I remember telling people I went to Great Commission because I used to, like, be proud of that. Mm-hmm. And it was a girl named Ashley, and Ashley said, your pastor a hoe. <laughs> and I I used to really be defending that, like, no, he's not. My pastor ain't no, no he's hoe. Not. He's not a hoe. Bruh, <clears throat> to the point, like, that was the earliest version of that, but, like, even 18, around 18, I used to walk to the barber shop. It was a barber, and I brought up church. This, this situation. Well, I brought up, I just brought church in general and that, and that specific pastor at, you know, in that church Uh in his barbershop and my man snapped and was like, don't, don't bring, don't bring him up in this, in this building. Cause yo, he messed over somebody I know and I love. And I was, you know, and I was still seeing the pain on this man's face and how that like just clicked for him. I still was like sleep on sleep mode. Like, Drinking the Kool-Aid. Wow. So this isn't like one of those things that it was like one time and then years later he did it again. It was like it was a culture. Dang. It was a culture. Like like it, like you said, it was like instances where I was like outside of I didn't understand until it happened to me. So in all the other instances, I was outside of that. Right. So like I'm only hearing these stories. So I'm hearing about what happened to whoever, what happened to her, what happened to him, so on and so forth. So how did you? Okay, so you, is your ex girlfriend? Y'all still together? No, 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 that was an ex. Ex, like, how does she feel? How does she feel comfortable with this? Like, how does she tell you? Like, how long was it after it was happened? It was probably some months. Because mm-hmm. when it happened, I think she actually, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. She went to like other people in first. the church first and told like a, like other, I would say we was adults, you know, legally, but other older women about what, <clears throat> about what he did and nothing happened. So she felt alone. Wow. Because, you know. She felt isolated. She felt isolated. I just told you I don't want to be around you. Right. Because I'm trying to work on this sermon and be closer to God. Uh, so I'm then, pushing you back. Yeah. And then once you push her back, like she a thief by a knife. Yes. She <laughs> feel by herself. Her mom just passed away on my birthday, like that year, same year. So it was like the worst possible scenario for her to be in. Right. She was in it. So emotionally. I mean, it's sexual assault. Without, oh, for sure. Without, know. yeah. So once you found out, was that when you made that first video? When I once I found out, I was still like, so I was part of that complicit culture, mm-hmm. right? I'm seeing people get it, get treat, mistreated, all this extra. But when it happened to me, it was different. My mind started shifting. I need to get out of here. This man does not have my best interests at heart, and you know. I started seeing other things. Start things that I thought was normal. Start coming to the light. Like, it's not normal. 
ooh, wait, ooh. And then it was like, nah, bro, I can't, I can't coast. It was a specific moment was definitely when we were having some form of training in case somebody came, like walked down to the front of the church to where the pastor preached at and was going to attack him. So it was like attack training. They thought he was Malcolm X? They thought it was Malcolm X. So like what, what we do was have these mock trainings where they would, two people would walk down and out of the two, one of them would either have like a fake knife or a fake gun. Uh-huh. And they're supposed to, we're supposed to like react what we do. So like in that, in that moment when I'm standing, it's my turn and here comes this guy who's yelling and then there's another guy walking around to the side. He got a little fake knife. I looked at whoever was pretending to be the fastest and I was like, bro, there's no way I would die for this man. I walked off. I'm like, Charles, where are you going? Bro, I'm not dying for nobody. That's not it. Not no man. Not no human. What's going on? Not my, he, you ain't my son. You ain't my, got my DNA and my genetics. Like, there's no point in playing that what game. That that further, like, started pushing me towards, like, yo, you really need to go. And then I just started easing my way on out, man. What the hell? He's yeah, yeah. doing. Which I. If, but, if my dirt get out and some husband come in here angry. I need somebody to stop. They had, they had a, <laughs> they had a husband coming there angry. They had a husband coming there angry one time, bro. That happened. That happened. That ha- like it was a Wednesday night. <laughs> it was a Wednesday night. <laughs> hey, check this out. This is hilarious. Okay. It was a Wednesday night. I came. I was actually at UTA studying mm-hmm. with somebody, and my phone is blowing up. And I'm like, bro, like, they ain't, you know, why everybody calling? I get, I get left a voicemail. And homies, uh, like his current wife now, it was her ex-husband, walks into Wednesday night Bible study and says, y'all still in here sucking this nigga dick? What the? <laughs> Bruh. What? Bruh. For real? Now listen, bro. That's I why he started a training, man. Bruh. I, there's no way I'm going to fight. There's no way I'm fighting for the rest of no, no dude. Who out here like that, bro? That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, that's wild style. So, so the thing, the situation happened. Now, in terms of like not only just like the sexual predator nature that you speak on, right? What was like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I know you said he was like, was he verbally manipulative? Was he like? He, I mean, he it was, was a preacher, so he knew what he could get get away with. It, it was definitely some. It was definitely. It was a little bit of everything. I just know what he did to me. Like it was all that other stuff. I saw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just like speaking to my experience. So right. like my experience never. My experience, you know, knowing that he abused, you know, psychologically was abusing me, verbally abusing me. When I saw other things happen. Rather, I could confirm or deny it didn't make it didn't matter because I knew for sure that what he was doing morally, I just can't. I don't know. I don't know if that was what, right. What you're doing, G? Like some of the some of the conversations that he would have on a live microphone to the to the people. I I called him once because I wasn't sure. Like, bro, some of the things you said in that message sound like some stuff we already we talked about. Like the ministers we meet beforehand and talk about specific things intimately with just us as a group. I was like, bro, that sounds like something real specific. So right. he was being specific about what you were saying, bro. And he was like, no, nah, I never use a mic to, you know, do talk about my own agenda. But it's just rough for me to 
And this could just be me as a person being like in my feelings at that moment. But it was just rough for me to believe that you wouldn't because of the stuff you've already done, bro. It just doesn't make, it doesn't add up. So like your whole character is in question. Right. I can't, I can't trust you just based off of the fact, not only did you take advantage of, you know, me and my trust, but the fact that you won't take accountability for, or are you trying to write a narrative that, uh, you know, maybe it might've happened, but anyway, you know, I'm human. If it did happen, I'm human. Right. Like that's as far as it'll go with that. So I'd be like, bro, that's you. That's wild style. Wow. That's wild style. So was it, okay. From my, my past experiences, like within like the church, uh, at my grandmother's church, for example, um, it's an older crowd. Mm-hmm. So with that older crowd comes with a certain way of thinking <coughs> about the person that is leading the shepherd, yep. the shepherd that's leading the sheep. Yep. There's a, the pastor can do no wrong. He will do no wrong. And if you said he's doing wrong, we don't believe you. True. Uh, was that kind of like the reaction that you got from people? Yeah. Because I read the comments. You saw, yeah, you saw. So, and I saw, you know, people that was defending this man like they was his kids, right? But these were younger kids. These were right, my women. age, probably. You know, younger than me, probably. Yeah, yeah. So my my question, not only to you but to people that that listen to this, mm-hmm. when will you think people will change how they feel? Is it if? It happens when it happens to them. Is that when it becomes? I honestly don't know because like everybody who I know like that doesn't go there or like had it clicked for them. It was you know every moment is different, and then like even the people who are still there that are complicit, I can't blame them because how long it took me to do it to to step out of that. Right. So like, there's there's really no right answer. Like just because. It's complicated. And like she was saying in the comment, her father worked up there. You know what I'm saying? So I could only imagine, you know what I'm saying, having to deal or the intimate nature between that that situation being so volatile, bro. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't know how to approach it. But right. I just know for me, there's no there's no situation in the world that's gonna keep me from telling what happened to me. Right. You know, I know that that's tough and sensitive, but People got to understand, like, what he did is not okay. And right. somebody got to speak up on it. You know, as complicated as it might be, if we all trust in God, God can get somebody a new job. God can get somebody a new, you know, he can repair right. anything that's physical. But this right here, what he doing, that's not that's not a guarantee that this that what he did to me, if he did to somebody else, it's not a guarantee that person will believe in God later on. And he's still the pastor there mm-hmm. now, right? Still the pastor. Wow. So, we you've used the word complicit, mm-hmm. uh, saying that I mean you saw it happen, but it was more or less because you believe that it was okay for mm-hmm. people to act that way. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this has not been a good week for pastors. I don't know if you <laughs> if you if you picked up on that. Uh, it has been a good week for. Anybody that leads people towards religion, right? Um, got the one pastor in Texarkana that's wild with his, his, uh, you know, his, 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 what do you call it? His people, his, his members. We have your situation. 
you know, we have people in power in terms of like the R. Kelly's of the world. Right. The Bill Cosby's of the world. Right. Uh, what do you think is our role as men mm-hmm. who don't want to be complicit? Right. How, how do we make it comfortable for other men to be out in the forefront and saying, man, this shit ain't right. You know? Right. Uh, man, I, I'd probably just say making it comfortable to have that conversation. If, if somebody if somebody says, hey, man, I completely understand. Or, hey, you know, I'm with you. Those are just basic sentences. But any form of verbal support, any repost, you know, that lets somebody know, okay, well, they're fooling with me. Right. They want to see, you know, they want to hear what I got to say. Because, like, at the most of these people that are hurt don't want to don't want to talk out because it's a version of confronting that person. Right. There's you don't know if this person's going to come back and say shut up. Then again, you don't I don't know what kind of abuse that they experienced, so I don't know his way of hurting them might not be verbal. Right. It might be visual. He might look at them or he might ignore them and right. that might be how they they receive, how, how they receive pain. So him knowing that he'll show up somewhere and ignore them, or he'll, you know, do whatever his version of, of abuse is, whoever this person would would be. But that 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 fear of your 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 the person who's hurting you coming to do more hurt mm-hmm. that's a real situation. Like your boy used to be hella scared. Like, wow, it was that, he, it was that serious. Like the the hearing I'll beat your ass, and then like other complicated situations where I've seen. You know, I've seen them walk across the street with a bat. I've seen, you know, I've seen I've seen stuff that would allude to violence, right? I'm not a violent person. I don't, right. you know, as big as I am, I wouldn't bust a grape back in, unless I really got to. If right. I really got to bust your grape, I'm, I'm even in, I'm going to warn you 10 times, bro, please stop before I bust your grape open. So that's not my thing. And, it, and then because I'm not trying to do that or trying to take it to that level, and the fact that I really do like to do, I don't want to. I don't want to have to go to that level because I'm. I'm gonna do whatever I got to do to stay alive. To be honest, but mm-hmm. I would. That would really hurt my feelings. Have to hurt him. I mean, he. He's still at the end of the day the homie. Damn, that's crazy. You can say it like that. I mean, he, he honestly, if I look at his situation, something probably happened to him to make him think that's okay, bro. Yeah. You got to think, think he's probably like a victim of abuse. I don't, I, I don't know what he saw or, or what he experienced, but he to to me he genuinely think what he's doing normal, and then to the to the point where you would keep going multiple times after like some weird like I you know I've been to church when they set him down or he gave some kind of weird speech. You know, we're all human and we all fall short, but you know I'm gonna get it together. So really? you, yeah, I mean, like we'll have these weird speeches and this weird stuff, and like you said, it's like a almost like a cult. We'll all just huddle around, pass it, pass it, can't do no wrong type vibe. But that's not real accountability, right? You you really enabling this man. You know what I was thinking about? You know how they say art reflects life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was thinking about a Boondocks episode, and I think you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, the R. Kelly episode. All right. When uh, Huey was like, he got on top of the table, he slammed the table, he cut the music off, and he was like, I know R. Kelly. If y'all love R. Kelly, get R. Kelly and some help. Right. Right. If they love this pastor and they see he's falling short of 
you know, their uh, their expectations. What do you what do you think it'll take for them to be able to be like get him some help? Yeah, or force him out. Or to me, that that's that's complicated because then you got to see him as a human, and then he's not your passion anymore, right? Because he's a human. Because at the end of the day, it's not really it's no difference between like a pastor and a preacher. All that's like just a noun. Like there's no difference, right? We're both right. called to say, "Hey, Jesus Christ died for your sins." So. If I'm still a pastor, or right. if he's still a pastor, and I'm just, you know, if I'm a preacher, but the fact that they look at me as a human and they look at him as this kind of like junior deity, mm-hmm. then that's kind of what the difference is. He's he's a version of humanity that's so close to to God, to that, God he can't be that he can't be this can't be real. So for it to be real would be admitting that this man is I actually view him as a human. Hearing him say words like, "Oh, I am human." Or oh, I do make mistakes. That's kind of cute. That's like oh, okay. <laughs> you think you're yeah, like us, right? Okay, but to have a, a, a version of reality that is that oh no, for real though, like I do bad things, like like a normal human would do, and I need help with these bad things. That would put them psychologically in a different place. Wow, that you might not be prepared for it. Some yeah. people, some people financially invested into, that into church. churches. Some people move there. Some people, you know, have made whole life decisions, got divorces, got married, got loans based off things people at that facility have said. Which and it might be good, you know. I don't know. Right. Might be bad. Might be good. Who knows? But I can imagine if it didn't, you know, something, you know, something like this happens, you're gonna then start questioning. Well, damn, should I even? Married this person, right? Damn. You know, they told me to get divorced. It starts to it starts to question your whole right. like way of living. Correct. And, okay. Now, because if, if that's wrong, what else could be wrong? Speaking from my aspect of what you were just talking about, I'm not one that's uh, uh, completely connected to a one group of beliefs. Right. 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 Uh, to where. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you do right by people, people will do right by you. Right. You know, um, so for me, it has always been easy for me to look at a situation or look at somebody and even if they are supposed to be the moral authority. Right. Um. I can I can still kind of right if it's foul it's foul it's foul right. you know what I mean no matter who you who you are it's foul right and right. even in the Bible you know it, it's stories that people was foul oh yeah it was a it was Most a story you told oh, in, in the video David. And he was foul. David was God's one of God's most beloved servants. Right. My man went out there, saw saw the homie's wife naked, showering, and took her. Smashed her, got her pregnant. When she got pregnant, hey, he was like, I got to get you out of here because I don't want you knowing that. Put his homie on the front line, got him murdered, got him killed. It took one of his friends who was a who was a preacher to say, hey, bro, he gave him a fake story because he knows David like goats. He mm-hmm. said, look, it's this dude out here. He stole his homie's goat. David got mad. Oh, sh- man, he needed to get killed. Who was that? He was like, David, that's you. You stole your man's wife, bro. Then had him killed. You wild. 
And, gonna, and then he was like, there's going to be consequences behind that. Right. You're going to lose all your wives. Right. And then somebody's going to have sex with your wives in public. Like, it's going to get real out here. So, I mean, yeah, it's consequences behind stuff like that, man. Wow. So, so, um, Talking about like religious figures, I had a uh, situation. It wasn't really like my my pastor or right, anything right. like that. It was uh somebody that was very close to me, you know. And um, I won't say that I was falling short to expectations. What I will say is, I had plans for my my life, and I wanted to do it my way. So this person. Uh, was talking about things that men should do. Right. Right. A man should be this, this, and this. And I'll never forget it. It'll be something that always sticks to me. This man said, uh, you want to be the type of man that could attract somebody like your mother. Now, when you hear something like that, and the way that you think of your mother, right, and the way that I think of my mother, right, and then you see that person not only fall short, but fall way short of those own expectations, it changes you a little bit. True. Uh, because you believe, or you see it as this is a standard. And this is the standard you said. Now I see you with my glasses cleaned and you don't measure up to where that where you said you were. Right. Has that situation that happened to you changed how you see faith? Uh, I would say yes. Because once you're in a situation that is like I'll say this, surface level or one dimensional, mm-hmm. and you have like a three dimensional problem. Like I'll say one dimension is like surface level things like what you can see. So like, oh, that's good. That's bad. That's blue. That's yellow. Right. But a three dimensional situation deals with emotions. Right. No, you hurt me. You damaged me. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? You took what I said in confidence and, and, you know, altered it. When you when you're in like a religious setting, if people only deal with surface level things, that's when I kind of know, all right, if they're not willing to talk about emotions, they're not willing to talk about actual problems that people have, like in a real set setting or a realistic scenario, mm-hmm. this probably isn't this probably isn't a place that's concerned about it. Right. Which isn't a place I want to be. Okay. So if you know if, if people's if you're not concerned about whether you hurt somebody's feelings or not, you just want to say what's good. I don't want to really deal with you because you're not concerned about people at all. You just want to sound good, right? Which is you know it's, it might be okay to be one dimensional, but I don't I don't have the bandwidth to be okay with it. I don't have the uh, 
the emotional intelligence to right. be okay with. Right. It's not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like thinking about, uh, I know it's kind of be off topic, but uh, Botham John, mm-hmm. his, uh, his brother, his brother said, I love you. I don't want you to go to jail. Right. I, don't, I want you to find God. Uh, all that. <sighs> Me personally, if somebody was to take my brother, my sister, my fiance, anybody that I love, right, while they are in their home eating ice cream, right, I don't have the compassion to forgive them, right, and it feels like. When it comes to black people in general, we have to be ultra forgiving. Hundred percent. No, you're you're right. We have to be as soon as as soon as we're hurt, we have to, to figure out how to get over it. Yeah. So why in reverse do our own people in your situation want you to just Slide your hurt under the table. I'm. I would assume because going back to the dimensions, it would force them to think uh, three dimensionally. It's okay to think of somebody as good. Right. It's okay to think of somebody as making a mistake. Those are like really surface level words and, and situations. But for me to to say a complicated sentence, which is he's a nice guy, but he might have a sexual addiction, that's a complicated sentence. Right, that's a three-dimensional sentence. Can both things be true? Can bo- yeah, can both things exist in a in a human, and he still be a pastor? Right. So, I mean, you 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 just can't ignore those intimate facts, and and until somebody's ready to get intimately honest with themselves and with other people, it's probably going to stay the same. Like even with that, like what you just talked about with the with that case. The, the fact of the matter is it's bigger than do you forgive this girl? Right. This girl represents a standard of Practice. abuse. Of, of abuse with power. Right. Like what just happened in Fort Worth. Right. My man shot and killed a woman in her own home. So if you have been given power, like a police officer, you, use, you abuse that power and murder somebody in cold blood and you get 10 years. But if the shoe was on the other foot and and I'm going to be held accountable to the full extent of the law, which would be, what, 100 years plus just oh, for jumps and giggles, you, you eight in Texas, months? You'd be the death penalty. The death penalty. You kill a cop, that's death penalty. That's death penalty. So my, my, my point is, if y'all are willing to go to whatever extent you it would take to prove to me that I'm, you know, deserving of this level of reprimand, I would, it, it's only fitting for you to do the same in a situation with somebody who's in somebody's authority, such as a police officer or a pastor or whoever. Musician, a politician. A politician or whoever, you know, the president, whoever. Because when you let situations like that skate and, <laughs> and go unchecked, there will always be a form of checks and balances, like the L.A. riots. Right. You only can abuse people for so, so long. long before people retaliate. You will, you will. Uh, if you, if I go outside and kick a dog every day for a month, 
it's gonna take some time, but that dog eventually will bite yeah. the living hell out of me. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's that's it just how that works. It's like it's like with the Ferguson situation and Mike Brown. Right. They found out that, that dude wasn't guilty. Right. Ride it. Ride it. So, you know, oh well at least she got ten. No, that's still not equal not to what would have happened. And what we're again, what we want is equality. Right. We're not asking to be greater than equal. That's it. Just equal. That's all we want. Equal. That's and me, you, everybody knows that that was the exact equal. same. Right. That wasn't equal to what would have happened if the shoe was on the other foot. The way I looked at it, as when I when they said they gave him ten years, first I was surprised that they she got it convicted in the first place. Right. That was the first surprise, and that in itself is to say that I was surprised at that, is something. When they said they gave her 10 years, in my head, I said, okay, so they only saw Botham John living for another 10 years. Right. So if he lived for another 10 years, it would be okay. And she's going to get probation, so she'd probably get out sooner than She's probably going to get out in four years. She's probably going to get out in four years. So, and, and like, again, that's not, equal, that's not equality, so... If I was to kill a white woman right now, oh boy, you actually wouldn't even get a chance to have a trial. No, I probably would die. The, the police, when the police pull up, they shoot me. It's a wrap. Yeah. So, why is it? And I don't think it's just in the black community. I see it in Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. I see it in, in mostly minorities, minorities. That minorities have to be ultra forgiving when they're dealt pain. Bruh. The worst. I remember, like the most hurtful. Treatment was Middle Eastern people like during nine eleven. Yeah, I've never seen people like. Well, I never. I won't go that far because you know slavery and all that. But yeah. uh, like socially, the, the level of mistreatment that I was seeing was insane, bro. Yeah. Insane. So like you said, minorities. This country wasn't built. I mean, European people are minorities, but the European people who came here first, they right. wrote the laws. Right. They set the standard. Yeah. So they can say, well, you know what? I'm not going to punish people that look like me as bad as I'm going to punish you other people. Right. And, you know, I think we're done with being okay with that to a degree. Uh, I think so, too. I think there is there is a little bit of resistance, you know. Uh, we see something every day. I don't know if you saw. There's a video of this uh, this lady uh, claiming to be a cop that, like, ran off these, uh, these Hispanic women at mm-hmm. this playground. Mm-hmm. Now, it was like 20, 30 kids out there. But to have the, I don't want to say it because it's, it's, I don't want to say it in this term, but there's no other way I can say it. To have the testicular fortitude to go in front of 20 people and tell them that you're not a kid, so you can't be at this playground. Is it anything other than privilege? Well, that's that's privilege. No, the, the at the end of the day, that's what America was built on was privilege. And that, if that if anything, that's probably if America ever doesn't exist, it would be because of an abuse of privilege. The fact our president started off not showing his taxes, tax returns, still ain't showed his tax returns, grabbing people by their vagina, still ain't answer for grabbing people, had people admit it and admit that they got paid off to stop asking them about getting grabbed by their Like, that's privilege. There's, there's not a brown person in the world that could 
commit those same crimes and be okay. Get away with it. So that is to me like the ultimate version of privilege, but you have to be okay with those consequences because eventually it might be tomorrow or it might be another a hundred years from now, you keep mistreating people. There will be a form of reprimand. That's mm-hmm. just checks and balances. That's just like it's how it balances. You know, yeah. Thanos. Shout out to Thanos. It's Shout out to Thanos. It is. It's balanced. You will get Thanos, and it will be your fault if right. you don't. You know what I'm saying? Especially with how <laughs> you know the average person is supposed to be like mixed by 2025 or right. something like that. Right. So to see that, you know, it's it's almost like that checks and balances is happening on its own. But it's gonna keep growing, bro. It is, and it's going to keep growing. It's going to keep happening. But what my I think my biggest frustration is even though you know black people and Hispanic people and mostly minorities have to be pistol whipped into being forgiving, uh, to being understanding, we are also in those same groups, the people that refuse to hold people accountable. Right. Um, now that's for any religion. That's for any situation. True. That's for anybody in general. As from R. Kelly uh, to sexual assault um, convicts, True. from the shit that happened at Penn State right. with those boys to the shit that happens with you know Catholic priests. Yeah, everybody got an uncle. Everybody, everybody, everybody got everybody yeah. got a weird uncle, weird uncle, you know that may have touched them or done something inappropriately to them, and now they're just now starting to get over that. Um, what's the craziest thing to me is that now, now I will say this before I go any further: if you're coming out to condemn somebody and it's never happened. You a monster yourself. You a monster yourself. You, monster. you should be held accountable right. to those same, uh, you know, right. accusations right. that you made against You're that. Destroying somebody's character, yeah, exactly. Because character assassination. Once somebody destroys your character, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. There is no coming back from that. I don't care who you are. You cannot come back from character assassination. Uh, look at O.J. Simpson. Right. He was right. found right. innocent of that situation. Still ended up going to jail. Still ended up going to jail, but people act like. You're a murderer. Bro. You're a murderer. Now, I think OJ did it. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people think OJ yeah. did it. I think more or less when that situation happened, it was the celebration of Johnny Cochran. True. Not really OJ Simpson. And and it was fresh off of uh uh who got beat? Uh Rodney King. Rodney it was King. fresh off the Rodney King situation Ooh, too. Yeah. So that's you know, it's a little bit different. Right. Uh Hell, I think uh Michael Jackson did it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kali. <laughs> so, can you come over? Right. <laughs> now, Michael Jackson is a, is, a, is a different thing, right? Because he had a whole playground. His evidence was on TV. He had a whole amusement park at his house, and it's, had, it's hard for me. I understand. It's super hard for me to say Michael did it. He had Eminem and candy shaped like sleeping pills. Hey guys, time for snack. <laughs> it's bedtime. 
It's not a laugh. We're not laughing at the situation. We're I'm laughing. not laughing, but it's the fact that hella years, everybody acted like it didn't happen. Everybody acted like it wasn't even a real live court case where a kid was describing Michael Jackson penis. And we just going to go ahead and scoot on by that. You rock my around like, no, you did. Man, imagine if all those songs was about little kids. Right. Because I really do. In my head, I be thinking, bro, this is about a little boy. You were like, man, I know you did. Yeah, so you think Michael did that? The way you talk to me. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your ass is mine. Your ass. Yeah. Yeah, Michael probably did He this. probably, we'll never know. Yeah, because you know he's saying? dead. Because he's dead. But it sure do look like he thought about it. A lot. <laughs> And over like a course of five albums, you I, thought about I, it. I just can't see nobody that got kids sleeping in a bed with him. Now I did watch that interview multiple times, even recently. He said, "What other better way to show that you love somebody is to let them sleep in the bed with you?" And he's sitting here holding a kid's hand. I don't know in what universe where that is okay to sleep in a kid in the bed with a, even my own children. Once you pass, I don't know, because I probably will never have you sleeping in my bed. So you said, bed. okay, hold up. So your own kid. My own kid. What's the cutoff age? That boy looked Seven. like he was 13. Okay. Look, like he was 12. Well, yeah, if he, if he brought 12, 13, you should be sleeping in your parents' but, bed. Well, yeah, parents. No, no parents, but we, now we're talking about, about somebody else. But they, they, they say that Michael didn't have a childhood. So that he, Is oh. that a good excuse to you? You to me, it don't it don't matter nobody else but you. To me, your, it, it don't. It's, okay. it's not really a good excuse. But I was, <laughs> I was, I was raised that if some grown man tell you to go get in bed with him, you tell him no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, but damn. But it's like, and it, it, it's not that I was raised that I had to worry about that. But it was like, I thought it was common sense. Right, so if, you would if, think it's common sense, but it's I mean, but the, and you think if you if you look at it, I didn't see all those kids, chocolate kids, right? Kids. All those kids. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of melanated and black kids. Black parents wouldn't let their kid go over Michael House straight up. So so maybe they knew. Maybe they knew, and, and but it's, I'm not the same. Like you said, the bigger picture. We're not we're not going to blast you no matter what. It could right. be a past. It could be. Bill Cosby, right? We, we're not gonna. So we already know we're not gonna take. And, it. and black people are extremely, extremely, extremely talented at separating Michael, right, from uh, off the wall and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Even with R. Kelly, people say Robert did that shit. Right. <laughs> R. Kelly ain't do none of that, right? You know, am I still gonna try to step in the name of love in my wedding? I hope See? it don't come off. Please don't put my. See? You know, because I'm gonna be honest. What's my what's my joint? Uh, uh, we did it for love, yeah. Step in the name hey, of love. Oh yeah, boy, that joint slapped to the point where I, if they were coming on, on the radio, I am gonna think, dang, do I really want to cut this hard right now? Just the thing he was talking about, like a 14 year old girl. He was. Like a lot of those, he admitted. Oh, even then, like the fact that. Michael Jackson sang one of your songs. I feel like Michael knew it too. Like, that was a little circle action. Damn. Yeah, bro. Now, 
as black people, we do have to get better at holding our our lights, our stars who's to gonna, a higher standard. Don't do that though. Nobody's gonna. They bailed the homie out <laughs> once he got locked up. Somebody showed up with ten racks and set him free, bro. That's crazy. You said R. Kelly Bill. Only reason nobody yeah. bailed Bill Cosby out because he about to pass. He about to go anywhere. He got to. Now the thing pay. about Bill Cosby, he did that shit. Whatever he said, is he admitted to it? He and did it's, European people as well. R. Kelly specifically is messing with chocolate girls. Yeah. <laughs> so it's different when you start crossing that color boundary. Again. Right. Yeah. We're in America. That's true. Because what once the stars happen to, uh, <clears throat> you know, the other side of your hand, people. Right. Europeans. When Europeans get faded out, it, it it's going to be a, a problem. It's a little different. I don't uh, know how Michael got away with fading out all them your little European boys. I, I can tell you how. Because he was dipped himself in the European juice and mm-hmm. bleached himself. Yep. I think that was probably it's probably part of his agreement with Pepsi after they tried to kill him. And hey, turn yourself white and whatever happened, we just looked the other way. <laughs> That's probably true. Because he looked like a white He looked like a white man, man once he died, yeah. man. Like and you can ask anybody, man. I love Michael Jackson. I like R. Kelly too. Right. Me I used to I used to say I believe I can fly. I never liked that song. But oh, wow. I hate that song, bro. It was horrible. Space Jam? No. I do. I love okay. Space Jam, but I didn't like it. Was, that. Okay, all right. I didn't like to it. Each song. Just, yeah. <laughs> that was my jam, though. I used to stay on top of tables. I was an R. Kelly fan, man. But when I saw that uh, Surviving R. Kelly, I was really looking. My, I was looking at myself in the I mirror. I cried. I was like, damn, I really like this nigga. I, whole, I wholeheartedly cried. And uh, you know what I kept thinking about? Have you seen that episode with Kendrick Lamar in uh, Power? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, he played he play a crackhead. And... Uh, <laughs> He said, uh, you a nasty nigga. And that's the only thing I could think in my head when I was thinking about R. Kelly. Like, you was a nasty nigga, man. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, woo, you a nasty nigga. And it's it's crazy. But I also, with those parents, Mm -hmm. you gotta hold those parents. Bruh. And the dude, the dude who was helping him. Like, yeah, man. He need to go to jail right now. All of them. Oh, I think if you if you were attached to that. You gotta go to jail. You gotta go to jail at least for. Don't be trying to blame him years. and then saying, "Oh, we didn't know." Because you co-sign. You co-sign. Right. You co-sign. You knew. Like, don't say you didn't know. That's bullshit to say you didn't know. Bruh, I feel sorry. I, only people who might have a real case was the girls who got molested and then was sent out to go grab more girls to get molested. Because then it's like he got you when you was fourteen. Your brain wasn't even fully developed. Right. He warped you he to believe you what, to what, what you wanted, what he wanted you to do, bro. That or that full grown woman, she was like an adult when he got her, and they made her go back into that house. That you remember that one, bro? I felt bad for the producers were wrong for making her go back in that. Oh house. yeah, that's trauma. She was shaking like booty meat, bro. She was shaking. She was shaking, bro. I was like, bro, this ain't fake, bro. She ain't lying, bro. This was the black room, and they had when she was describing it, black furniture, black. Bro, I started getting chills. I was like, bro, that's a devil, G. You can't tell me. So, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, um, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley. His was his was crazy because he married that shotty, yeah, and just walked her around the city like what. Who else? There's a lot of people. 
all though that uh that one Catholic priest that had molested like over two hundred and fifty six kids. Oh, what was that? What was that pastor? The dude who didn't wear sleeves on his shirts. He used to wear workout shirts, and he was a preacher. He was swole. Bishop Eddie Long, I think. But yeah, he, he had a lot of videos of boys came out and said that he was to, he was taking their booties, and that'd be like a ritual to get into this certain ministry. <laughs> you got to go in there. You can keep it there, boss. You can keep it. You got to get get it. Get it. So I mean, nah. But you're right. That is, and, and it, it's the 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 coach at Penn State. Uh-huh. It's real. I mean. Oh, hey, bro. Baylor University. We haven't forgot. It's it's We're out here, but it's like because of cell phones, because of standards, because of like, oops, because of all kind of things. It's like, right? We can't keep either. They're gonna have to either get way, way sneakier, which you know that probably costs money. You gotta have Donald Trump money to get that sneaky message, or you just gotta, you know, you gotta stop. Jeffrey Epstein, the guy that just died, you got well, mm-hmm. died air quotes. It's it happens too much. Uh, I don't want to get too too far from what the the title of this this this, this right. episode is supposed right. to be, but you know we have to. I just we, thought about Jerry Jones. Oh, but keep going. Hey, you can touch that. Uh, we live in Texas. Yeah, both of us killed. You gonna get me? <laughs> I ain't scared of Jerry. Jerry had them pictures with them little girls. Hey. And Jerry didn't have no pants on. Hey, I Jerry, you're nasty. Okay. You're nasty, Jerry. Yeah. Hey, 2.5 million. They don't they don't care. When you bring that type of money, they don't care what you They don't. They made them people stop kneeling too. Don't kneel. Huh. I ain't going for it. Bump the cowboys. <laughs> So, I mean, what can we do for our people to understand how serious this is? Uh, you probably just got to be the best version of yourself. Because you, as you saw, it was a lot of people who weren't willing to, they weren't willing to be supportive. Mm-hmm. But if the best thing you could do is support somebody, then I'll probably, that'll, that'll be it. Like all, all it is, is it takes one more person that's supportive. One more person that's supportive. I've heard multiple stories of people's grandmother and people's grandmother say that's normal for them. That was normal for people to get raped. That was normal for people to get molested. Ooh. So, and you know, and it was happening early, 16. So, you know, we are getting more progressive in having better character. So I just feel like as time goes on, those standards will go up and things will start changing. You know, like now you can't even bully no more. Right. Bullying is like out the window. Bullying used to be like a little joke. Now, I right. mean, well, we also didn't like, I don't know. To say you didn't bully somebody with today's standards, right. you would be considered a lie. Right. Because everybody has made that joke about that one person. You know, Special needs people. You know. Overweight people. Yeah. People Every- of other races. Yeah. Everybody got those jokes off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um. So nobody's perfect. Right. It's all about how you handle your life moving forward. Correct. Uh, and how you see people moving forward. Correct. And me personally, I've, I've always been the type of person that I want to drag somebody along across the finish line. Mm-hmm. 
but you can't do that. You can't. You can't force somebody across the finish line. They That's have true. to. They got to get up and walk themselves. And it's it's hard, but if that's what you got to do, that's what you, you got to do. Right. No. Seriously. Uh, the harder part probably is not caring about if they walk across there or not. That is the harder part. Because you really do want them to come with you. Like, hey, man, look at this. Look how great shit is over but, here. But it's harder <laughs> It's harder to get there dragging you. So I got to let you I got to let you go. walk. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it shouldn't be like that. But <sighs> slavery and mistreatment and Jim Crow and ICE and all laws that are geared for one set of people to be successful and the other set to have to jump over a million hurdles to be half of what that other group is. You know, that's that's one thing. I appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate being talking about something that's that's super serious. Even though we did laugh a lot, this is this isn't really a laughing matter. Uh, Appreciate you coming on and talk about your pain and you know what happened in your situation. Uh, You know, hopefully we can, as a people, move forward, uh, take our next step into evolution, and you know that always. Staying behind and thinking of how we should think of one thing and how those those that pain goes and making excuses for our stars. Um, but if you want to shout out anything right now, any organization, social media, uh, you do that. I'll shout out whoever listening. Okay, because we shout appreciate you, man. That's, that's I do it. appreciate that everybody that listens to this podcast. We, we appreciate you. You're important. Um, and just keep keep believing in yourself when other people don't. Just keep believing in yourself. YouTube, shout out to YouTube. Well, if y'all want to watch me on YouTube, uh, Charles Gray, I'm the I'm the top guy. Uh, art by Charles Gray on Instagram. Uh, the other social media accounts are they all they all cap. They just repeat repeats of whatever's on the other two. So y'all just stick with those. Okay. Uh, and you guys know the social media, Twitter, Julius taught her. Instagram, I got my personal and I have the one for the podcast. And I, then I also have a YouTube channel with me and my fiance, uh, uh, The Booze Life. Y'all want to go check that out where we do a whole bunch of fun stuff. Uh, so you wanted to ride out on a, a little T.I.? Yeah, 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 yeah. I listen to T.I. in a minute. Yeah, I just heard this on the way up here, so I don't, you know. We in my bitch say I'm shallow. I drove off the deep in a crew of hooligans, outlaws and heathens. Everyone looking for something to believe in. I'm facing my fear while shaking my demon. The scales of a leaper are always uneven. Cause this is embarrassed from season to season. From fight for my people to fighting and beating. The pressure, the pressure. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Like Cody say, you don't even believe in no Jesus. From gambling and trash like an elbow's a reefer to doing it rapping shit. Releasing classic shit. Ain't no competition taking no attention. Can't nobody come and do it more official. So official leaking in the trouble. Settle down with acting like a whore. Get you, man. Now I'm about to get the saber. Let me get that. Just spend some money for the playback. So you try me, and it's anybody can say like everybody wanna catch a body. Just to hit the studio and rap about it. Got a future, they gon' wanna sabotage it. Go to prison, bitch, they gon' laugh about it. Yeah, now I'm about to get the saber. Let me get that. Just spend some money for the playback. So you try me, and it's anybody can say like everybody wanna catch a body. Just to hit the studio and rap about it. Got a future, they gon' wanna sabotage. Go to prison, bitch, they gon' laugh about it, yeah.